Welcome, everyone, to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I'm your host, Nick Irwin, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Shane Eisterhold, Patrick Smith, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick, where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. Tonight we head to the kitchen for a midnight snack, a PB&J with no jelly. And to discuss the latest Xbox news and the lack of PlayStation news. Shane, why don't you start us off with some details? All right. Well, earlier this week, Microsoft finally just gave up and gave in with all the rumors about the Series S model, uh, which is going to be a smaller, less uh, powerful console than the previously revealed X coming in at $299, though. So that is going to be a really nice price. And Microsoft also confirmed the $499 for the Series X. Uh, That is for the one that's already been announced. Um, So... The two differences between these are primarily just the power and graphical fidelity. Pat, you want to tell them about the uh, the differences between the two? Sure thing. So, so basically, yeah, there's there's obviously obvious hardware spec differences between them, especially when you consider a $300 console versus a $500 console. There better be something uh, bang for your buck. So really, yeah. You, you don't get a whole lot in the aspect of CPU. You know, the, the, the expensive Series X will have the AMD Zen 2, 8-core, 3.8 gigahertz processor. Uh, and then the cheaper Series X will come with a, the same thing, a Zen 2, 8-core, 3.6 gigahertz. So just 0.2 uh, hertz cycles slower than the than the Series X. So obviously there's not a big difference there. Uh, and probably not a noticeable difference. The noticeable difference is going to come into the GPU uh, because they both are running a custom RDNA processor, the RDNA 2, uh, for their GPUs. One of them, the Series X, is going to have the 12.12.5 teraflops, and the other one's going to be a 4 teraflop processor. So there's a huge difference in the amount of process GPU power you have there. So there's a big difference in the GPU. The memory is also a big difference. You're going to have 16 gigabytes of the GDDR6 with the uh, Series X. So you'll have 16 gigabytes of that and only 10 on the Series S. So big difference there. Um, also, your memory bandwidth, you're going to have 10 gigabits of the 560, 10 gigabits at 560 gigabits, I should say on the uh, series x where you're only getting eight so only a slight difference there so you know there's just a little bit difference but the big the big difference is going to be in your gpu and also your internal storage you're losing you're basically getting 512 gigabyte with the um the gen the series s which it's also from what i understand it's a slower uh, pcie gen 4 but i haven't seen uh, anything that basically states for sure that that's what you're getting i know that it's going to be 512 and then the series x is going to be one terabyte so basically, you know, you're going to get solid state drives in both and not this hybrid that we have now, uh, just one terabyte versus half a terabyte. Everything else is really close to the same. No physical media player in the Series S versus a physical media player in the, the Series X. And then your output resolution is going to be lower. Obviously, with the, with the lower power GPU, they're not going to be doing 4K. Uh, you're going to be doing a, a 1440p on that Series S. So, you know. Obviously, you're getting a lower-end quality machine for $300. Basically, it with the upgraded components, it makes it, in my opinion, really close 
uh, above the uh, Xbox One X, the current high-end console. I mean, the current high-end console has eight-core, 2.3 gigahertz custom AMD, whereas the Series S has an eight-core, 3.6 gigahertz. So as you can see, more more hertz cycles on that one. And then your GPU on a on an Xbox One X is six teraflops at 1172 megahertz. So as you can see there, the difference in the uh, GPU is is pretty. Uh, pretty significant there too. We're still a little higher on the teraflops, but it's newer technology, and it's a little bit, you know, and it's also a higher, higher hertz range on the newer GPU. You know, we have 12 gigabytes of GDDR5 in the Xbox One X versus 10 gigabytes of GDDR6 in the Series S. So the Xbox One X that's currently out will do up to 4K. So I don't know how they're getting away with this lower end model that's only going to do 1440p, but you know, it's it's on a it's on par in my opinion with the current Xbox One X. I would not downtrade for it. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the Series X. Nick, you know, what do you think about those specs? You know, I'm the same way. I'm gonna go for the X and not the the S. But the S is a good model if you're wanting something that doesn't do 4K. You know, if you don't have a TV or a monitor that can produce 4K visuals, that's a good way to go for it. And for the price of $300, that's an excellent price for that. Um, I think what you really have going for this new uh, Xbox Series X model or S model, sorry is the you know the the cpu the the old x uh xbox one x and xbox one s is using the old jaguar cores which is an old processor um and now you got these newer devices using the navi chipset which is a much faster cpu so i think that's going to really play into the next gen of these games right yeah i mean your your hurts you're basically adding you're actually adding quite a bit of cycles between the series x or the xbox one x and the the new series no matter which one it's much higher cpu hertz range so you're going to get a lot more out of it and they're all eight core processors but as you said new technology new architecture all of that definitely i'm going to be going with the series x myself i'm not buying the series s but you know i bought an xbox one x so i'm assuming any most people who bought an xbox one x that are going to buy a new xbox are going for the series x and not the series s what are you guys getting, Shane? Oh, that's that's completely easy answer. I'm getting the X. Um, the the Series S would be great if I wasn't like you know you to a point on a graphic snob. If I had the regular Xbox One or just the One S, which you know I have both, but I've upgraded to the X, you know, at launch, and and I want to continue that trend of better, 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 not basically trading out for the same. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot faster, and that would be great to have like in a bedroom or whatnot, but definitely got to go with the X, in my opinion. What about you, Russ? Uh, for me, I did not do the mid-series upgrade. Uh, I stayed with the original this last trip, uh, so I will definitely be going for the much powerful unit here, much more powerful unit here. Definitely not a not a chance of me getting the S, that's for sure. Uh, I am excited about that because I actually have seen the graphics difference just in mine uh, and Patrick's device and so I'm kind of excited to see what that next gen does so it's it's absolutely a no-brainer for me uh, in getting the new Xbox so uh, definitely not getting the S right yeah I see the S the S is at an affordable price point for me that when Microsoft and the game publishers decide that they're no longer going to want to make the um, games for the Xbox one that I will buy the series X the series S excuse me for like my child you know, because she's got an Xbox One right now, 
because she's got my hand-me-down. I got me an Xbox One X, and I'm like, here, have my Xbox One, you know? So when they stop making games for that and she's ready for some of the games that are on the newer ones, I will definitely buy her her own. Unless Microsoft comes out with something new, she'll get her own new Series S. That way that I can keep the higher-end one. But if Xbox decides to come out with their Series X or Series Triple X in two or three years (laughs) when they stop making the... uh, games for the one she's going to get her own new console because uh, as a price point of three hundred dollars it's definitely within within easy arms reach of uh, uh, for me to buy for another console for for anybody to play with um even the five hundred dollars for the new one it's still within arm's reach for me and not too far out there i was a little worried i'll be honest that i thought they were going to go the 600 or the 700 route but they stayed at the 500 dollars range which is what i got my uh, xbox one x for so price points on on point Plus, you know, you know, the hardware is all great and everything. But the other thing that I have to point out is that Microsoft has a payment plan option now, which is amazing. I mean, I, if I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I have a thing against payment plans, but if I couldn't afford the five hundred dollars and really wanted it, their payment plan of thirty five dollars or thirty four ninety nine or whatever it is for two years is a great plan. It comes with Game Pass. I think yeah, it's Game Pass Ultimate that Game comes. Pass with that. Yep. Yeah, that's a fifteen dollar deal on its own, and you know that's so you're basically paying twenty dollars a month for the console, which if you add it up to twenty four months is cheaper than five hundred dollars. And the same thing goes with the Series S. It's twenty four ninety nine, so twenty five bucks with Game Pass. So technically, you're paying ten dollars a month for that console over twenty four months. It's still cheaper than the console cost buying it outright. I don't know how Microsoft's making any money by giving this. Away, basically taking a hit of $50 on each console and you know because you know, they're making their money on Game Pass but still it's a really great deal for anybody that can't afford to buy the console outright you know if I if I was in that boat where I couldn't buy it outright I would definitely do the subscription plan because and Game Pass is worth it to me I've been a I've been an avid subscriber for at least over a year now. When they first started, I would I would buy in and buy out. When when Game Pass first came in, I would I would go in for a month or two and play what they had, and then they wouldn't have anything, so I'd I'd pull out for a month or two and then come back. So I did that a lot, but I think honestly I've been subscribed for over a full year now continuously without uh, without canceling my subscription. So definitely would be something I would stick with, especially because all the first parties are coming there now. And then the other news that was announced was that we're going to get. The EA games getting added to that list sometime this year. What yep. was the, what is the EA? I can't remember what EA subscription plan is, but those, that's coming to Xbox uh, Game Pass. EA Who access. Thought? There you go, EA access. Who would have thought Microsoft would get EA access games brought into there? I mean, we're all, we're all, we all harp on EA for their money grab, but I don't know what kind of money deal they got here. But for, for Microsoft <laughs> to be able to pull their games in, I, I, something had to have been done. Somebody's got pictures of somebody they shouldn't have. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. Somebody's got the blackmail going on. Right. Uh, does anybody know? I was just wondering about the the Xbox One S, the uh, second iteration that came out. It uh, it still didn't do 4K games, but it did allow for 4K 4K streaming and uh, and it had a 4K player in it. Now, does the Series S? Does anybody know if that will allow you to stream in 4K? I have not seen anything on that. Well, obviously, you know, there's no player built into it, so you're not going to watch you're not going to watch videos. Obviously, um, yes. You know, I I actually didn't didn't think to even look at that cuz I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't stream a lot of content from my Xbox to my TVs and stuff. So, I actually haven't even thought to 
think about that, you know, if it will do that. That's an interesting question. If I can watch my Netflix and stream 4K on that device, I would imagine so. The technology was there for the for the S, the Xbox One S. <laughs> what a what a what a cluster, right? One One S or Series S. So the the One S would stream it in 4K, but uh, you know, I'm I'm not too sure. That's a good question that we'd have to look into. So I imagine it should. If the One S did it, the One X should do it because it's a or the One S did it. The Series S should do it. Stumbling yeah, all over I, everything. Now I did just find here that the Series S will upscale to 4K. So it'd be like the PS5, you know, say, saying it was 4K, you know, but it upscaled to 4K. So it will upscale. So I'm guessing they're going to have graphic settings, uh, you know, quantity, quality, you know. Uh, like they do now on the on the regular X, you can you can tweak performance for uh, graphic fidelity. So that's interesting. Yeah, I imagine I imagine it should if the old one did it. I mean, we're doing a, we're got a lot higher graphics fidelity and power behind it than we had on the One S. So if it yeah. doesn't, that's a that's a uh, oversight in my opinion by Microsoft. Um, but like I said, I don't I don't stream from my devices very often. I actually you know I'm a 4K TV and I usually stream the Netflix and Netflix and and stuff like that and Google Play videos through the built-in apps on the TV. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The series the Series X will be a 4K resolution at 60 frames per second up to 120, 120 frames per second. So it will have uh it will have that 4K. So it'll it'll be good there. That the Series S is going to be 1440p at 60 uh fps. So yeah, I mean Patrick's pretty much dead on on that. Right. Now so, now, for the most important question about the Series S reveal, what do you all think about the look? Because <laughs> it is uh, it is definitely not what I would have anticipated, considering the uh, shoebox or mini fridge or whatever you want to call it for the Series X. Uh, I was caught off guard definitely by the appearance. I thought it was BS when I first saw it, but nope, it, uh, it looks like a, a domino. Well, I actually want to like order a Big Mac and large fries off of it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 placement of vents or whatever, you know, that placement of that vent is kind of weird. Uh, I it does look like a domino. I, I can't remember the an, animation that I remember back in the day it was like the little character in the black circle. I can't remember what it is, but it kind of reminds me of that. I, I was looking up the name earlier and couldn't just remember it, but <laughs> it looks it looks weird to me. It looks like a bookend speaker almost. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, you know, definitely. but I had to do something for airflow, you know. So, but I think like, they, yeah, I think they could have picked uh, uh, a different color. Even did that green that they've got on the X. I'm surprised I didn't throw that into the S as well. Uh, well at least then yeah, I mean, we have a variation. Well, did they put? They didn't do anything outside of black and white on the one the the Xbox One S, did they? It's all white, isn't it? Yeah, it's just all white, pure white. I mean, it's so the Series S did the yeah, exactly. The Series S or and the, the One S did the same thing, right? I mean, the One it, S is all white. Except for the big giant uh, speaker on top. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the One S. The oh, the one S. See, this is where we're no, going to have it. The one S did all white, and <laughs> yeah, then it was the white. Xbox One X was all black. Right. And so that's they kind of went with the same to. color scheme. Yeah. yeah. Except for they have that vent at the top of the one, uh, the Xbox Series S that is black for that vent. That's um, what they can. Watch. I don't, 
Right. I mean, on its uh, standing up, it does look like a speaker or some sort of like, you know, you know, Bluetooth speaker or something like that. But on its side, it's not too bad. And, it looks uh, like a hot plate when you set it on its side. You're cooking right? boiling water on it. I don't know if they did the green gradient. I, I, I didn't see that because on the Xbox Series X is supposedly that green uh, kind of sheen that you see, you know, when it's viewed at an angle. It's really it's just the venting from my understanding is painted green at the bottom. So mm-hmm. when you look at it at an angle, you see that green come through. So it's not lit up, which we first thought initially, you know, seeing the Xbox series X, we thought it was a lit up green, like LEDs, but it's actually not. It's just a, a gradient there that this is green on the bottom. So when you look at it at an angle, you can see that kind of green pop through. Um, and I don't know if they did the same thing with this series S. It doesn't look like it from all the pictures and angles that I've seen from it. So yeah, it was it's a weird color combination. I don't know. I mean, I you know I kind of think about like well, why didn't they just go all white with it? But then it's like all white with that with a vent. I think would have looked weird too. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't get. I think they need to do they need to do more with their colors. I mean, we all know Xbox is green, and and it seems like every console gets further and further away from that green <laughs> that we know. You know, and it's like. I don't know if they're afraid that people are going to just mo- basically antiquate it with money. You know, they're basically yeah. going to basically correlate it with money or something. I don't know. But, you know, the big Xbox with the giant, the big old school Xbox, the big green X's and stuff. And now we got a we got a refrigerator and a hot plate. So, yeah. you know, I love <laughs> I love Microsoft products, but I'm sorry, but we were getting a refrigerator and a hot plate. So you know, oh, yeah. I, it looks like a weird domino. It is super tiny. And then hey, the other with- one looks like a refrigerator. With all the new consoles, we're getting just uh, household accessories, you know. With the Xbox Series <laughs> yeah. X, we're getting a fridge, and we're getting a, a Bluetooth speaker. And then with the uh, PlayStation 5, we're getting a router. So, you know, router. the Nintendo needs to come out with, you know, a new uh, Switch that, you know, belongs in the house. You know, something like, hmm. I don't know. Switch toaster. Because it'll Keurig pop a little handheld console out for you. <laughs> you coffee pot. <laughs> they go back to cartridges. Oh, I mean, they do still use cartridges. They use little SD cartridges. Yeah. And then to get it out, you just push the little handle up, and it pops out the top. Yeah. <laughs> pops out like a piece of toast. you got to catch it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Might miss it. But, yeah, it, it's it's a weird design for me. I mean, we got a brick. The Xbox uh, Series X looks like a giant brick or a refrigerator. It's just rectangle block. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not a. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not a huge fan of the design of it. I think it's plain. It looks plain. It looks boring. The PlayStation looks exciting. Looks a little cool. Looks a little artsy. Um, so I will say that I think that this PlayStation console looks better than the Xbox consoles, both of them. That, but you know, outside of the look, the Xbox in my has my money. So I'm we're get I'm getting that one. I will get a PlayStation, but it'll be down the road ways. And as soon as they tell us some more information. You know, uh, they keep saying, you know, we had the only pre-order for a PlayStation was you had to go to their website and put in your gamer tag for a chance to be one of the people that gets to pre-order. Other than that, we don't know when it's coming out, what the price point is, none of that. I really thought PlayStation would have put something out right after Microsoft did this week, uh, even considering that, what, today? I think today is their North American, you know, 9-10, September 10th 25th. is their, yeah, 25th North American birthday, you know, that's their North American audience release date. Uh, so I really thought they'd put something out there with that, but nothing. Radio silence today. They'll they'll do it tomorrow just to throw everybody Spiteful. off. <laughs> you know, I was really surprised that they didn't have any. I mean, they didn't have anything today. I, uh, I checked didn't their websites, everything. Yeah. It's basically bland. Yeah, I mean, it, they, you know, they didn't even have like a thing like 
saying, you know, today's our 25th anniversary. Like, I didn't even see that, which was really mm-hmm. surprising. I was expecting to see that, if not a release date and a price, but at least something talking about their anniversary. Right, yeah. But, you know, since they didn't deliver us any news, we don't have much to say about them right now. Unfortunately, I, I would hope to have a, a little podcast with where we talk about both of them and their release dates and all the good good news and the giddiness of consoles for both PlayStation people and Xbox people or both, you know. But yeah. so this is going to be all about Xbox, you know. They they they're getting my money right now, and I'll be pre-ordering, and then hopefully I can wait out, wait in line with my friends to pick one up at a midnight release. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one thing I am, uh, I'm still kind of waiting for. I'm more on the uh, high end of doubtful now. Is uh, a discless version of X. Uh, Sony's doing it. Um, I'd be really surprised if Microsoft didn't do it. But there's also a three skew thing, and that would probably get even more confusing. But I, you know, for the right <laughs> price drop, I would take the. Uh, I would take a discless version. It had to be like a hundred dollars, in my opinion, because the the uh, the uh, 4K ultra high definition Blu-ray player is worth it in my money. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it needs to be a hundred dollars cheaper before I would consider that. Um, but what are they going to call it? The Xbox Series X minus X. X hashtag uh, underscore squared pi. I don't know. It's getting ridiculous though. Yeah, it'll be the, well, Xbox the Xbox Series X minus D. Well, the Xbox Series S doesn't have a disk drive. Right, but what he's saying no. is that. No, if they had a Series X, X version without. Got to learn to enunciate oh. now. We got to talk about X yeah. or S. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. So, yeah, PlayStation's, the, I mean, we don't know the specs of their digital. I don't think they released the play, the specs of, of their, I don't think they released the full specs. Regardless, I don't think they re- released the full specs of their all digital uh, PlayStation 5 version. I would assume because they're very similar in design, except for the disk drive missing. I would assume they are exactly the same box, except for one has a disk drive and one does not. Um, yeah. You kind of wonder, especially with price, like how much price does that really knock off of a PlayStation 5 all digital, right? I mean, because a disk drive is not, even a 4K Blu-ray disk drive is not that expensive, right? I mean, you're so, looking at 100 uh, bucks on most things. If you go to buy, if you're going to go buy an Ultra HD 4K Blu-ray player, you're still looking at a minimum of 100 bucks, even for a na- knockoff no-name brand. Right, but still, I mean, you know, they got to make their profit too. So are they going to take the full hundred off, or are they going to take fifty off, kind of like Xbox did with the sad edition, right? Which, right. you know, I mean, that whole thing was just sad in, in general because it was like what fifty dollars cheaper than an S, and yep. sometimes more expensive than an S that came with a disc drive. You know, because the S was on sale for so many times with so many promotions and stuff, it wasn't even worth buying one. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised Sony hasn't come out with anything, especially, you know, usually when one console says, hey, this is what we're doing, this is how much we're costing, and this is when we're coming out, the, the next consoles usually fall suit pretty close behind. And it's kind of weird that right now, Sony especially is, I mean, for the last few months, especially since their last state of play has been just super quiet. They really haven't put anything out. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, kind of like, backing kind of Patrick and, and, and backing, but yet also kind of disagreeing for me when I, when I got the Xbox one X, um, it was a media device for me. So that was my, the most exciting thing for me, uh, in the fact that I do watch, I do stream a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't do cable. I don't do those things. So my Xbox will be my everything. 
So, you know, that was a big, that's a big selling point for me when it comes to Xbox versus PlayStation. With the Xbox One, Xbox really upped their game on, on the UI and, and the, and the streaming capabilities, the Blu-ray player. I mean, all those things are, are, are why I'll be going uh, definitely Xbox first, no matter what comes out, um, you know, whether it be the PS5 or the Xbox uh, X series. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's, that's a big selling point. So having that disc in there, having that, that Blu-ray player in there is definitely a selling point for me. Yeah, I would agree with Russ on that because uh, my other two Xboxes, the original and the S, those are hooked to my other TVs. One's 4K, one's generic. Uh, but I stream with those two Xboxes definitely through you know the living room or the bedroom. Uh, the one in here in the game room, you know, I don't need it because you know I have the better TV in here than I do at the rest of the house. Uh, so I use my uh, other Xboxes to do all of my media stuff, just like Russ was saying. So, I mean, I, I mean that's just a hit. That's just a you know his or her opinion thing. So however you choose to use it or not use it, uh, but that's what you know put a big hurt on the Xbox One was uh, all the media crap that they talked about uh before launch you know you can do this you can do that can i play a game that's all i really want to know <laughs> well i mean uh, xbox used to be a media center in my opinion yep. until until this last version i remember with the connect on the previous version where you could you know you could control the the like netflix menus by waving your hand and it'll scroll through the menus or scroll up and down and then you know as as like Google Home Assistant and Alexa are getting more popular, functions like that are kind of worthless because, you know, in all honesty, I could tell Google to launch Netflix on my TV and start playing a show, you know, mm -hmm. about the only thing that it really can't do is scroll for me. So, but if I know exactly what I want to play, I can tell it to play and it'll launch whatever I connected to it. And, you know, I'll be honest, I have my Google, my Google Home linked to my Xbox so it can turn my Xbox on and off, which I have CEC AnyNet enabled on my Xbox so it can turn on my TV and turn off my TV. So if I tell Google to turn off the Xbox, it'll turn off the TV. Or if I tell it to turn on the Xbox, it turns on the TV. So all I got to do is sit down and be lazy and tell Google turn on my Xbox. It turns everything <laughs> on for me, you know? So, I mean, it's become less of a media center for me and it mostly games. I don't use it to play anything. And that's probably a little bit of a downfall on Microsoft's side because I don't buy movies or shows from Xbox through the store because I can only play it on the Xbox and I have my Xbox down in the basement on my on my TV down there and when I want to watch stuff upstairs I can't because I need a, an app or I have to sign into a website instead of instead of having an app is what I mean they need to have an app that I can install on my TV uh, to where I can watch it in any room of the house and you know uh, so your, I buy most of movies from Google Play and stuff like yeah, that your Xbox your Xbox movies will play through Movies Anywhere, as long as it's a Movies Anywhere uh, supported uh, company. Or <laughs> and I don't want to look for that. I just want to have one single location that I can play my movies from anywhere. So that's kind of why oh, I use Google point. Home. So I don't have to say, is this an Anywhere movie? Oh, no, yeah. it's not. So maybe I don't buy it here. I just buy everything on Google Plus because then I can I can watch those through any device I want. Yeah, I mean, I've been using my Google Plus a lot since I've been doing their uh, trivia stuff or quiz stuff for every day so I can earn those points, and right. I get me a free movie every week, so it works but Yeah, me. Yeah, exactly, and that's kind of how I do I buy most of my movies through that. Just because of that Xbox, I can't... If I don't have an Xbox on every TV, then I'm not going to be able to stream all the movies that I buy on whatever TV I feel like watching at a time, so I just use a Google Play account, and 
I buy all my movies through there instead of the Xbox store. So if Xbox did something similar, they do have tend to have a really good sales on movies and television shows because I'm a big anime fan. So that yeah. that's something they can do. But you know, outside of that, the Xbox is for me. It's a gaming station. I don't I don't do streaming media on it. So that to me, that's not as big of importance. And the physical disc drive is not that big of an importance to me neither. Even though I say it'll take a hundred dollars, it's just because I'm. I want $100 off the price <laughs> for me to buy for me to buy one without a disc because I, I can't remember the last time I fed a disc into my Xbox, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's a waste of a, uh, yeah. it's a, waste of a disc. But, but you know, it, if, to me, it's a principle of the matter. If I'm going to get one without a disc, it better be $100 cheaper. Yeah, if, uh, if I put a disc in mine, it's probably because I found a really good deal on a 4K movie or something on a disc. Hey, you know, that's eight bucks. I'll take it. That's about Pizza the Hutt. only time. Because yeah. <laughs> Pizza Hut and those guys are no longer doing game CDs when you order a pizza. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Now that uh, basically Microsoft has uh, showed their hand, they've, you know, they've come out of the chute, you know, all barrels firing. How, when do you think Sony is going to do their, uh, their reveal? I, I say they, they do something by uh, this time next week. If not, even sooner. I guess I'll just jump in because I honestly think that Sony's in trouble. I don't think Sony wants to admit it, but they've got some type of distribution issue or something right now. The whole thing that has me a little bit worried is that you have to go on their website and sign up with your PlayStation ID for a chance to to get to pre-order the console. I honestly think they didn't make a dis- they didn't make a, an announcement this week is because they have some major dis- chain disruption or a supply chain disruption or they have an issue that they haven't overcome yet. I hope I hope I hope I am wrong, but I just I think that by them being silent and quiet, they either have a huge huge announcement thing planned and they don't want to move it because it was just such a production or they've got some type of supply chain issue or, or distribution issue that they haven't been able to overcome yet. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. I think the same thing, you know, like I said, I'm really surprised that they didn't come out with something for their 25th anniversary or say something. And like I said, you know, usually when a console comes out and says, Hey, this is what we're doing and this is the price of things and our release date, uh, the other manufacturers usually close to follow because they want to keep up with that news feed, right. Or take it over around the same time so the fact that they've been radio silent this entire time i would assume that you know and like you said with the whole having to register thing you mean when has a manufacturer ever had to do something like that or has ever done anything like that i don't think i've ever seen uh, a a manufacturer say hey you need to log in here and for a chance to possibly pre-order our product you know that typically doesn't happen you they just say this is we're releasing. You go and get it. So either they're going to have, you know, they do have a manufacturing problem and they have limited supply, uh, or you know, maybe because of their, you know, I mean, it could be possibly that their console is a lot more expensive than the X. You know, um, I hope not. I really do because I want to get a PlayStation Five as well. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm along with you, Patrick. You know, the Xbox Series X is the first thing I want to get, but I do want to get a PlayStation Five down the road because there are games I want to play on there. I do want to get one, and I don't want to spend six or seven hundred dollars on one. You know, I want it to be around the same price as the X, so that way I can just be like, okay, you know, start saving up for that and start getting a PlayStation Five. So, I'm 
you know, right now I really want to hear something from Sony. I want to see what they're doing or when they're going to release their console or how much it's going to cost or anything from them because they have been silent for, it seems like, too long. You know, Xbox, almost every day Xbox is saying something uh, on there or there's news on web gaming websites about the Xbox and about the uh, new consoles and stuff. You know, uh, Xbox just sent, I think it was IGN, some mock-up consoles of the X and the, and the S you know, they didn't have all the components inside, but they were basically the boxes so they could take pictures of, like, the size comparisons and things. And, you know, <laughs> besides the screenshots and the kind of what they showed in that state of play with they showed the PlayStation 5, you know, we haven't seen that the actual model on display, right? We saw that visual cue of, like, a picture or a screenshot or whatever. Like, oh, here it is. But have we seen one behind a display box or anything? I don't think we have. Right. So that makes me worried. Uh, yeah, and and I like the little mock-up that they gave IGN. I was because IGN was basically stacking that series that series S up against everything. They were putting it on top of an Xbox One X <laughs> and on top of a PlayStation. And I'm just like, it reminded me of the old commercial. I think I made mention of it when I was a kid on the back of a magazine where they were throwing a uh, Sega a Sega into a Sega CD tray and then throwing a 32X on top of it. And the little kids like, "Mommy, what are those consoles doing?" Yeah, that kind of reminded me what they were doing. They were just stacking these consoles, and I'm like, stop making console porn. Come on, guys. <laughs> what about you, Russ? For you guys, I mean, I get that the frustration with the PlayStation 5 release date. I understand that. But for me personally, PlayStation has always, in the last two console wars, PlayStation was always the second console I got anyway. So, you know, even if I'm having to wait an extra month or something like that to hear something, it, it's not going to affect me that much. Would I like to see these new games on the, on the new PS5? Of course I do, but it will come in time, and so I'm, I'm not quite as, uh, I wouldn't say worked up. I'm not saying anybody's really worked up. It's just it is different from the what we've gotten in the past, and so it's like it is kind of concerning, like, do they have these issues? Do they have these manufacturing issues or these distribution issues? They've always been fighting against each other. Is, is this kind of another like you know nail in that coffin? Which I doubt very seriously. Sony's been in the game for a long time. You know they're not going anywhere. It's just maybe this might frustrate a few PlayStation fanatics. But for me, it doesn't affect me. I'm very happy that the Xbox information came out. I like where that price point is. I'm very comfortable with that. Just about as excited as everybody else for the release. And so, I mean, in my world, uh, I'm not very upset at all. I'm actually, I'm quite content. Whenever PlayStation wants to release their stuff, uh, more power to them. I'll, I'll get it and I'll play it. Um, but it'll be, it could be later down the road and I'll be fine with that. Let me ask you this then. If, if you're fine with that, do you believe if Sony's having... A uh, let's just say it's a, a distribution issue or you know production issue. Would you prefer Sony wait four six months to to build up a solid uh, a solid uh, stock of systems to put out, or are you okay with them doing this uh, possibly you know possibly piecemealed uh, launch with just uh, you know reservations only? I mean, you guys know I, I read a lot of books when it comes to product sales, when it comes to like communication. Uh, that's really what I want to talk about more is more communication. Like I think where PlayStation, where Sony's really failed is communication. 
I think us as a consumer would would be very we would be very forgiving if they said, hey, look, due to COVID, due to copper mines in wherever, due to whatever the case is, we're we're going to hold our launch for the next three months or whatever, just so that we give you the proper product so that we can get the product to the masses correctly. If they were more transparent, more vulnerable in a sense, I think that that would kind of quell their consumers. The reasons of being quiet, I mean, like Patrick's saying, like he has to log in for a chance. And I mean, that there, um, that really affects, I mean, just Patrick just said it himself. It's affecting their consumers' uh, trust within the product. And there's already this war with Xbox. I mean, Xbox, that last um, GameCon or whatever we saw, you know, uh, or that Xbox show we saw, Xbox is hoarding developer over developer over developer, and they're just building their their Game Pass library. Uh, I did look at PlayStation Now, and it is the same games on Xbox with only a few extra titles that you see on PS. Uh, on PlayStation that really aren't all that great anyway. So they're already behind this curve and this is just going to be another, uh, just another thing for them that they're going to have to overcome. And we've already seen in this world, in today's world, in this COVID related world, how companies are being affected by, by, you know, consumer trust issues, JC Penney's, Sears, all these companies they're not keeping that trust with their consumers. And so this is just that kind of that another example of, hey, if they were open and honest, us as consumers might be a little bit more forgiving than than what's happening now. And PlayStation is not going anywhere by any means of the words. I mean, they have a more they have a larger lion's share of the market than Xbox does. I mean, we all we all know that PlayStation sells more units than Xbox does. But, you know, they're they have a, a, a they have a huge fan base, you know, uh, that's just. You know, just that's just what they have. Their fan base is a lot larger than Xbox. They will sell more consoles. It's what it is. They're not going anywhere soon. It's just it's just kind of rough to see them having this problem when we want to buy one and, you know, you have to wait. So it's just it's more of that than anything. It's I don't want to see anything happen to them, but they're not going anywhere soon. They outsell Microsoft on consoles by a lot. You know, I don't I don't fear there's going to be anything wrong with them. I just think they need like you said, they need to be more open with their consumers. They're they have fans. Their fans are going to understand that they can't release at the same time Microsoft does, even if it's by months. Now, if it's a year delay or <laughs> eight months or six months, I think they're going to have a fight on their hand. But if it's a month or two delay, I don't think that's going to go over too bad. I think it'll go over just fine with with their with their consumers. People will be fine. It'll give us that time to um, you know save up to save get that. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I would worry about is if they're really having this distribution problem, do they really have developer units already in developers' hands? Because if not, then I would worry about delays in the first-party games or the games that I want to see played. You know, I'm, I really wanted to see that Horizon and, and stuff like that. So I don't want to see those get delayed because of it. But, you know, it, what will happen will happen, regardless of what we feel. Um, but PlayStation will be just fine. It's just they'll be second in the market instead of first. I agree with Russell and the fact that, you know, if they came out and said, hey, we're, we have a delay or, you know, we're going to have to push back our console for a few months. I think all of us would be like, OK, you know, that's fine. But the fact that they're just radio silent, that's what has me worried. Right. I, I don't care when they come out with it. 
per se. You know, like Patrick said, if it was a year from now, I'd be like, mm, well, what's going on there? But, you know, if they say, hey, you know, because of COVID or whatever, tornadoes or who, you know, whatever it is, zombie attacks, we have to delay our console for a couple months. And, it's, you know, we'll give you more details later. Okay, cool. You know, that's where it's, that's where it's at. But right now we're kind of in the dark as to... You know what's going on with 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 Sony. We now know you know we're, we're kind of in the dark with both console manufacturers. You know Microsoft was putting out a lot more information and was kind of interacting more with the community in their in their stuff. And then you know Sony's been really just kind of silent. They do post some things on Twitter and things like that from time to time again, but it's not really in association with their next console. It's just talking about upcoming games or just you know spouting off some sort of like you know, what if type scenarios or something, you know, just some sort of que- uh, gaming question, you know, and they're not really talking about it. So it's kind of weird to see that radio silence. And as long as they were to come out and say, hey, this is, you know, this is when we're releasing this, how much it costs, or maybe we got to push it back. I think most of the fans would be okay with that as long as they said something. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think I would be just fine with them pushing it back two, three, even up to six months. That's, you know, I'd rather have them give a quality console, a non-bricking console, uh, and a console that's got games for it. Microsoft's biggest issue right now is their launch uh, launch titles. But they have Game Pass, and they have thousands of games that you could play at launch. So that 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 eases up on that a little bit, in my opinion. I just find it the whole the weirdest thing about this entire generation of getting ready to switch over is that you're getting more info from Nintendo <laughs> about their games than anybody else. And Nintendo is usually the one that you're begging for some information. And Nintendo have been putting stuff out here quite a bit. You know, every month there's a little something for you. I just I mean it's not console, but still Nintendo is giving you more four one one than anybody else. It's really odd. I'd, I'd like to add just one more thing, though. I mean, would I be upset if PS5 had to, you know, delay? Yeah, I would be. I mean, it's it's not really, you know, I want that console, too, especially especially with the holiday season coming up with the time off that we get, you know, and everything like that. I mean, would it be awesome, you know, during Christmas time frame to get that New Horizon Dawn and, and uh, and uh, have it with the new PS5, absolutely. But I, I think more of, of concentrating on the communication or lack thereof. I I, I know that that PlayStation is not going to go down. I, I hopefully I didn't I didn't make that seem like that's what was going that was happening. It's just it's just a trust in consumerism. It's just a trust in, in your consumer base that um, I just feel maybe a little disrespected in the sense of like, hey, you know, I, I've been. I've been a uh, I've been a fan of yours. I, I've been a consumer of yours. You know, give me the benefit of the doubt and let me make the decision on whether or not this is going to frustrate or me, me or not by giving me the information. No, I, I completely agree. If you think about it, that's one of the big downfalls of the Xbox One. 360 was riding high. Uh, Xbox One, when they started talking about it, there was a lot of issues between uh, you know the high ups and the consumers. I mean. Basically, Microsoft said, yeah, they'll pay for it. You know, they'll take what we give them. This is what this is now. They didn't put the consumer thought into it. And that's what really hurt Microsoft. I cannot see Sony making that mistake, even with uh, distribution issues or or even a system issue that they haven't quite nailed down yet. So I don't see 
I don't see that uh, Sonny would make that mistake, but it's possible. Yeah, I, it's it's just interesting how things are playing out. You know, especially with both consoles. It you know a, a thing to kind of remember is that today is September the tenth. The console comes out in two months. We just heard about the cost, then the pre-order date, yep. less than three days ago. You know, a couple days ago. And so I, it's a weird market, that, or a weird, not even market, but it's a weird position we're in. Because if PlayStation is going to come out the same time frame, maybe it's later in November than Xbox is. If they're still planning to come out in November, we are less than 90 days away from the end of November. And we're just now getting this news, which is kind of weird and worrisome. Uh, you know, you you are you, you be sure of yourself that on September the 22nd, I am going to be on on Best Buy's website hitting the F5 button as fast as I can to see if I can get it. <laughs> because I'm afraid that there's a limited pre-order amount since we're so late in the game. It, it, I'm going to be sitting in there pounding that button just trying to get in and get my pre-order in, uh, you know, because I, I am a little worried. Uh, that we're going to have a limited quantity that, that Microsoft has not let us know about. Or maybe Microsoft didn't plan for. You know, maybe they only plan to ship, you know, you know, a million units. Or, you know, we'll just say just an even round number, a million units, and they get a, a 1.2 million worth of interest, you know. Yeah. Something stupid, you know. If they get a huge, a larger interest than they're worried about, especially if PlayStation comes out in the next week or two before Microsoft's pre-order date hits, and they say, hey, we're going to delay a month or two or three past holiday season, it might drive the Xbox sales up past what my, what Sony or Microsoft was planning. So, uh, you know, they, it just depends on what Sony is going to do right now. But I believe if they postpone it past holiday season, it's going to drive the Microsoft sales up. Uh, so if you plan on wanting to pre-order this, you might, you know, you might just get in there and get in as fast as you can. Because I see Microsoft doing wave shipping with their uh, payment plan. They may say, I oh, you know, we're going we're gonna to do a payment plan, but the people who paid out right will get theirs first and then we'll, we'll these will be like wave two and wave three shipping you know that you might have to wait for or they may say hey we sold out of the series x but we have a bunch of series s who wants some s's that would uh, drive <laughs> me up the freaking wall if that's oh uh, yeah that would happen but you're absolutely right uh, i mean what sony does next is going to put a big determination on microsoft's pre-orders i mean plain and simple if there's uh if they're after christmas then guess what you know you're gonna see a lot you're gonna see a lot of those s's sold you're gonna see a lot of uh pro ps5ers like you know what 300 bucks i'm gonna grab this throw on some game pass you know this would be a great little deal till my uh playstation 5 comes out and you know it's just gonna make it harder for uh everybody else to pre-order but which is also great for microsoft because that just that builds competition and I want competition. I want them to do their best to uh, earn my money. Right. So, yeah, but it's going to be an exciting time. I mean, one of the good things about this super late announcement is we're all excited about it, and there's not going to be enough, uh, much time for the excitement to die down because just about the time the excitement dies down, you're going to start counting down the time to where uh, you can go pick up your Xbox or that it should be in your hands, you know. And then, you know, my, my first uh, next-gen game is going to be Cyberpunk, you know. I mean – I'll, whatever's on game pass to be honest i'm not a big person on game pass that looks at or on the store that looks at created for or enhanced for xbox one x i don't i'm not a big fan i don't care about that but you know i will my first my first actual next gen console buy is going to be cyberpunk for me i think that'll be the first thing that i actually play that i specifically buy for the 
the Series X. Now, if there's something on Game Pass that I can play for free, I will be playing that for free. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the the launch is going to be fairly thin uh, for titles, but Cyberpunk is definitely going to be pretty much, I think, in everybody here's uh, first play. So, and plus you got uh, you know you got the enhancements coming up for Valhalla. You got uh, Witcher Three, which is weird. They're doing enhancements for it, so. I think there'll be plenty for everybody at launch. I just don't think it's going to be what everybody wanted. Yeah, it's not going to be a lot of new games. You know, it's going to be a lot of uh, older titles that are getting remade for the Xbox enhancements. Um, you do have some newer titles that are, are coming out around the time or coming out on launch day. Uh, the new Tetris Effect Connected is coming out on launch day, which is a really fun Tetris game. Uh, it's not really going to show off the power of the X, but it's a fun <laughs> Tetris game if you like Tetris. And then Yakuza, like a dragon, out on launch day for the Xbox as well. As well as, you know, Watchdog Legions. I think it's coming out before the launch, but it's going to have a, a next-gen upgrade. Uh, Gears Tactics, which is already on Windows PC, uh, is coming out launch day for the Xbox Series X, and then Dirt 5 and Destiny's 2 Beyond Light, and then like you said, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Dirt 5 and Beyond Light, I think. I think the Beyond Light is coming up, or coming out at or around the launch of the Series X, and then Dirt 5 comes out on November 6, which is really close to the launch. So, you know, you're gonna have a lot of games that you're gonna be able to play on the. Uh, xbox series x is either enhanced or coming out on launch day uh, as well as the game pass uh games that they're going to be coming out with so that'll be nice and cyberpunk of course which is uh, you know like you said the one thing that we're all looking forward to also for all those taco bell lovers out there you can win <laughs> an xbox series x they are doing a promotion with taco bell like they've done pretty much for every alliteration of an Xbox. Uh, so beginning September 24th, uh, anyone who purchases a medium or large drink via the Taco Bell app or in person will receive a code on the cup for a chance to win a Xbox Series X bundle. You can play up three times a day, and there's a winner every 15 minutes. What you get is you get the Xbox if you win. You get the uh, Xbox Series X bundle, which contains the console, a new Xbox wireless controller, and six months of membership to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So that's really cool. Uh, really cool program and a really you know cool way to win yourself an Xbox is go up there and get yourself a, a large drink or you know if you're hungry, get yourself a taco. But also, if you go through the Taco Bell app, Beginning on the 13th of this month of September, you'll be able to, if you opt in for the emails, you'll be able to register and gain exclusive access to be uh, included in a daily drawing. And you'll be included in a daily drawing from September 15th to September 21st to also win. So two ways to win an Xbox Series X, and, you know, and, and hopefully for the, those of us, I'm sure, that are going to buy it here that we're all of us that we're probably going to go to Taco Bell and buy those drinks to hopefully win one. My toilet is going to hate Taco Bell. You know, I'm, my stomach and toilet are going to hate it. It'll be one of those great little uh, farewell tours for the Mexican pizza. Since they're getting rid of that, you can get that all the way until November the 5th. So you get your, get your, uh, get your drink for your chance to win in a Mexican pizza. So before it's gone, <laughs> oh, 
poor Taco Bell and poor my toilet. You know, I just I'm going to be hurting for the next for the length of the contest. Um, the last time we did this contest, I think I hit Taco Bell pretty regularly once a day, if not a couple times a day to get a get a free code, you know. I'm yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but the good news is my doctor. Uh, I paid his kids to go to college through all those Taco Bell boxes. So you're welcome, Doc. <laughs> and that's why we brought on the new beef and bean burrito that is Russ. Right. <laughs> but luckily, this time you don't have to buy any food. It's just a drink. So but you're no gonna do it. it. Of course, you're gonna buy just a drink. You know, come yeah. on. Yeah. I'm going through that drive-thru. If I have to sit in that drive-thru for a dang drink, I'm throwing in a couple of tacos and a bean burrito. <laughs> yep. You got to get that Mexican pizza. Don't forget that. But, yeah, that's, you know, we, we do that contest. Uh, none of us have ever won. <laughs> but, you know, it's all – you're going to eat Taco Bell anyway. You just weren't planning on eating it ten times in a week. Nope. Nope. But uh, I'm, I'm training for it. Uh, I'm, you know, I've been working out. So I think this year I've got this. <laughs> Shane's gonna win one. Him and his That's kids right. are. Him and his poor kids are gonna have so much Taco Bell. They're never gonna want to eat Taco Bell again. Hey, as long as I get to win the uh, Xbox, I'm all good with that. Yeah, My the kids, kids get therapy. The kids don't get to put in the Taco Bell code. It's just Shane. Shane takes their code and answers one every 15 minutes for a chance to win. <laughs> oh no, right. they they can they can put in codes because you can only do three a day. I have three kids and a wife. So that's uh, 12 codes. <laughs> I've got the math. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's an exciting time. Uh, that's the only benefit, that's the benefit of them having a late announcement is that there's no time for the excitement to die down. Um, so we're all excited to get this. And I really hope that, you know, due to COVID that we can still do midnight releases and hang out with each other in line and, and wait to pick up our console together. Cause you know, that's what, that's what gaming is. Gaming's all about building memories with friends and, and just memories in general. You know, we all play it. To, uh, we play it as a release from our day-to-day lives and to, for enjoyment and entertainment, but a lot of it is just being bringing friends together to do things like that, you know. That's what gaming is to me. We play a lot of co-op games because of it. We enjoy talking about games together and playing games together, so this is just more of that for us. And then, obviously, we won't be buying the PlayStation at release, but, you know, uh, we'll be getting that and and playing that as too, but I'm just waiting for them to tell me what the cost is going to be to see if I can get it sooner rather than later on a new PlayStation as well. Anybody got anything else? You know, I mean, we got some games we talked about. We talked about, you know, the pre-order start September 22nd with the consoles being released simultaneously on, on November the 10th, right? November the 10th. Yep. And then, so the X and the S will be available at the same date for $500 for the X and $300 for the S U S currency. Uh, so, you know, everybody, everybody kind of let us know what you're planning on getting, you know, comment on our social media sites. Let us know what you're planning to get. Anybody else got anything they want to add to the conversation? Bring on the Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell, here we come. Right. Get ready. <laughs> you, got, you got four guys right. that are going to be eating there multiple times a day and their families. <laughs> here we come. Right. Yep. Taco <laughs> Bell, you better hear this so we, so we can be your commercial. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to our our podcast about the new Xbox release and the costs. Uh, We will catch up with everybody on the next episode.